What's this pod called? This oh, by the way, yes. Good live point. Good studio. point. We should do intros. This is live from the studio. I'm Jimmy Seleski. Eric Glazer. Tonight on the pod, we have the wonderful Mark Norman. Hey. Host hey. of Tuesdays with Stories podcast. Oh, Mike's cut. And out. recent uh, performer at Magoobie's Joke House. Is you just a one-night stand thing there tonight? Just uh, one show Thursday, two Friday, two Saturday, and boy, tonight was brutal. Oh, my God, dude. I was yeah. going to say, Ooh. I was sitting in the crowd, and I was like, oh, he's going to have, like, they, they, were, they were just uptight the whole yes. time, man. I had the black couple up front just oh, stone-facing yeah. me and arms crossed. Oh, it was fucking awful. I was, I was like, I was like sitting there. I was like in the crowd, because obviously I'm from Baltimore, and I'm like, I'm like, come on, you guys are putting up a bad face for us right now. Yeah, he's probably yeah. thinking like, damn, everybody in Baltimore is just uptight. And you're not wrong. You're well, not. You're I've not been, wrong. I did a club about a year ago and I had a great time. But you know, it just it was the times are different. Times are different. It was a bad night. It was a, you know, people are just. You on could edge. just you could just get that sense from the moment when Brian Preston, who was I don't know if familiar, well, the host? obviously yeah, the host, yeah, he he went up. And the moment he went up, I was just like, man, this this is gonna yeah. be rough because the crowd just wasn't giving anybody yeah, nothing. They weren't anything. even like paying attention right when he got up. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was pretty interesting. But honestly, dude, I, I thought. Your set, that was the first time I'd ever seen you do stand-up, I'm uh-huh. not going to lie. I've listened to, uh, I mean, Eric's a com- comedian here. I do music. I, I'm not, like, super into comedy itself. Yeah. I'd listened to a few episodes of uh, Tuesdays with Stories. Uh-huh. When we first started the podcast. I was like, this is a good one to... This is a to. good one. Like we were first we, podcast... <laughs> This will get you into. I appreciate that. Yeah, we we I could I can I can tell you this. Um, for a solid month, I had this application called Crowdfire, where you could follow the followers of other people. Interesting. I've probably followed fifteen thousand of your followers at this point. <laughs> really? Yes. So that's our connection. That's well, that's. <laughs> what do you do with that that info? I mean, is it just well, fun or? Base, what? Well, I mean, obviously, it's to get them to follow me back. Uh-huh. Like, hey, if you like Mark Norman, you might like us. But oh, I see. I've never listened to Mark Norman, so you might not like us. Who knows? Right, I don't right, know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard of Laughable? Laughable, I have. Yeah. I've heard of it, but again, I, I just I don't. Yeah, I that's kind of like an invite basis thing, though, right? An no, invite? no, no, it's okay. a free open game. But what uh, is? Is it a yeah. game or no? Is no, it? it's just basically it's a podcast app where it's pretty genius. It's like a glossary of all the podcasts or an index. So you just mm-hmm. type in like Doug Stanhope, and it'll give you every podcast he's ever done. So you can hear like features all of them. and yeah, yeah. everything. Every, yeah, every I, interview. That's, that's and like it's the pretty hardest genius. part about like finding a good podcast. Is yeah, because like, you want to listen to the guests like for most of them. Honestly. Right, like, of course. Yeah. I'll fucking listen to anything with like Patton or you know who knows it. I don't yeah, know. I'm the same way. I love like David Tell on a on a podcast or yeah. Louie or anybody like that. But you can't always find them. This has got it all right there. That's something Great. I want to get. In. I definitely want to get into listening. How long have you been doing the Tuesdays with Stories podcast? I think we're about three years now. Three years. Yeah, we do one a week. One a week. Mm-hmm. Now you said, do you? So those stories, because you mentioned while you're on stage that like you're an introverted guy and stuff like that, and so like a lot, it's a lot easier for you to do like a kind of pre-rehearsed kind of storytelling versus yeah. just kind of off the cuff banter. Are those story? Do you, are you going off the cuff? Are you literally just telling those stories? Or are those things that you've like practiced and and are delivering? You talking about on stage? No, I'm talking about on the podcast when you tell those oh, stories. Oh, that's just out. I'm comfortable with Joe, like an introvert. He was, you were with me tonight at the mm-hmm. bar. I was with these guys I've worked with a few times, and I was fucking dying. They're just like, so oh, my kids, and ah, I'm yeah, drunk yeah. and I'm bad. I was like, how do I get out of here? You know, I don't want to do this. And uh, I think 
fans and whatnot, they just they they assume you want to hear all their shit, which I don't. Really? Yeah. Is that what fans do? I, it's I, crazy. <laughs> fans are crazy. I, I don't know yeah, what don't fans do. Yet, so. I don't know what fans do. So you're well, you're tuning me into something. The Tuesdays are great because we talk about how me and Joe have crazy anxiety. We're all nuts. We're all gay. <laughs> and uh, the fans are great because they come up and they go, "Hey man, we love you," and then we'll leave you alone. I'm like, "Yes, yeah. you guys get it. That's all we want is the love." And then, but then you get the angry fans who are like, "We listen to you all the time. You can't even hang out with us." I'm like, "Listen to you all the time. You don't want to hear about my kids." Like, yeah. no, I don't. You listen to stories yes. about my future kid. I don't know. Yeah, you remember I remember when you... I saw you two years ago, dude. Right. Come on. We talked I... about basketball. Yeah, I give you content. You listen. That's it. That's the, it, it's That's the transaction. That's the relationship. Yes. Nothing else. I'm going to buy you lunch or anything. Right, Come on, right. <laughs> it's a free pod. Free pod. Hey, brought to you by Miller Highlight. Yes, brought to you by Sponsor Miller. I haven't cracked mine open yet. Our cast. But uh, now's a good time. Beers. If you, Are you a fan? I love High Life. I love the bottle. I love the, the taste. I love it all. It, it is the champagne of beers for a reason. If you get it in a can, though, it sucks dick. It oh, it absolutely sucks. does. You need to get it because when have you ever had champagne in a can? You have mm, to have it in a bottle. Interesting. Also, very champagne flute-like bottle. Absolutely. Yes. It's like an actually, somebody tuned me into this. Yeah, if you hold it upside down, it actually it'll spray all over the place. When <laughs> that, you too. Turn it. <laughs> <laughs> that, too. I'll reserve that. For- oh, jeez. <laughs> all right. I just got squirted. Come shot. Coming at you. <laughs> that come shot brought to you by Miller High Life. There you go. Don't turn it upside down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even if it does look like a shit. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how much you want to prove your point, don't turn it upside down. Well, that bottle is timeless. That could be from 1930 or 2016. It could be. Nobody buys it. They the liquor store <laughs> the liquor stores that stock it, it could very well be like a case. That, who That's knows? True. Who That's knows? True. But, the with it, but, beer. but the thing is with champagne, the older it is, the better it is. Uh, is that right? Well, like with wine? wine, well, champagne's wine, sparkling, yeah, sparkling wine. Yeah. So, right. so you get a nice 1983 Dom Perignon. You're living the high life. You get a 1983 Miller High Life. It's got the same label. There you go. <laughs> Good thinking. They should start having years on that shit. Well, I don't know. You got to go to like a talk to some alcoholics. <laughs> I, I am right now. I hear I functioning alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. I really uh, related to that. I was out in the crowd. I was like, yeah, he's right. I do work harder than other people. Yeah. Because <laughs> we have to maintain a disease and go to work. <laughs> You're just going to work. I don't know if it's a disease. I don't know if I subscribe to that because I'm thinking like, nah, Jim, you just got a really, really bad habit. But mm, no, but, it's like a superpower. It's like Popeye. He fucking eats the spinach. I thought you were going to say pop up, And I was like, yeah, my pop up was an alcoholic as well. <laughs> it is like pop up. But, <laughs> but more so like Popeye, I guess. I don't fucking know, dude. Uh, everybody's Pop-Pop was a drunk. Yeah, is anybody Pop-Pop not a drunk is no. a better question. If you went to war, you're fucking drunk. That's yeah, true, that's yeah. It's more like, that's dude, insane. don't talk about that. My grandfather wasn't an alcoholic. I'm like, oh, that's fucking weird. <laughs> Your grandfather was a pussy. He went to war. <laughs> you ever think about, thank God we don't have to go to war? I mean, we might... Uh, with Trump, but uh, mm. just saying, like war, it's insane Dude. that people did that. I almost that. feel like it, it is is like an all out war the way we read about it in history books even possible these days with all the modern no, technology. No. Well, that's a good like point. you think about you think about like I'm not saying that the sentiments of war and the amount of like, but think about how war has evolved over time. So you yeah. go back to like Dude, Sparta. World War One, they shared guns. Dude, World wow. War One dudes would share one gun. World yeah. War One, there are pictures of German cavalrymen riding into battle on horseback with swords because the world was so out of touch with the 
other part of the world's technology. It was the first time that all these people had kind of like convened on a one battlefield. Uh-huh. And like you're talking, that was the first time fighter jets were ever used. Like it was like, dude, last time we fought, we fucking went out into a field, stood in front of each other in a straight line and just started shooting and saw whose gun was the least shitty right. to hit another person. And then all of a sudden we're fucking flying. It was, but now think what would happen now? What would happen now if we got into war now? There's too much technology. Yeah, there's satellites you, and a heat you ray could, you and could blow lasers. Up a fucking and, city from yeah, like right. This, here. Everyone has the final solution now. It's not just one person. <laughs> yeah, that is true. true. That yeah, is true. The, the weapons of mass. Yeah, it's like one long cold war. I don't even know how the fuck that would work. To be honest, dude, I don't know. It's working right now. It is. It's happening. Bit. It's happening. It's yeah. fading. It's fading a little bit. But. You know what's interesting about Trump is like in the 60s, everyone's like, the 60s, man, we're fucking awesome. Wow, wow the 60s, how cool was that? And it's like, well, tons of horrible shit happened. It was like JFK got assassinated, Martin Luther King got assassinated, the fucking riots in the street, the civil yeah. rights and all that. It's like, yeah, it was amazing because you didn't, you weren't there. We're yeah. in it now. We're in the shit now, but nobody's going. This is amazing. How yeah, cool is this? Yeah, but people it was great because yeah. no one heard about it. No one was like, "Oh shit, that bad stuff's going on." I'm over here partying. I'm at a Woodstock. Concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah and shit. that was really the only time you. I mean, I can, I can, I can engage with that amount of people. The amount of people that were at Woodstock, I can engage with that amount of people from my computer right here mm. on a daily basis. And so I'm hearing everybody's opinions all day. Every day, uh-huh. and so like I don't really know if it's necessarily the the times have changed. I don't think the times have changed us, but I think the times have changed the way we experience each other. For if sure. that makes any sense, there's a lot of social contact. And yeah. so yeah, this decade is probably no different than the last ex- or or the year before that. Like the '60s, if you were living through the '60s. I don't know. It's probably it was just like it was just fucking. You're not like I'm not here right now thinking like oh the 2010s. I'm just it's just now. It's just now. Yeah, you don't chop it up into it's decades. All, you don't yeah. chop it up into stuff until it's already done. Exactly. Once it's done, you're like, oh, last week, that was bullshit. This right. week, this sucks. That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> That's just how you do it. It's just the, just the old brain at work, I guess. Mm-hmm. I didn't fully finish this Natty Bow before I moved on to High Life because you guys were all doing it, and now mm-hmm. I feel kind of weird. No, no man. It's kind of really punched in my insecurities right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know what would be interesting about Trump is like times are so bad right now. You know, Muslim ban, all this shit's going on. Everybody's up on on edge. Mm-hmm. But anytime something horrible happens, some new art form gets created. Like yeah. you know, Black Struggle created hip hop, and then there was like punk rock, and then folk music came out of the '60s because of the yeah. anti-war. I wonder what's gonna come out. Something's gonna pop up. Oh yeah, something's misery breeds. Hamilton. Or- I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hamilton <laughs> too. Yeah, that's <laughs> something. Yeah, rapping plays. Yeah. It, it it definitely breeds something good coming out of it, man. I don't know. I don't it has know. To. You know, with, you know, when a kid gets child molested, then he becomes <laughs> Oprah or whatever. Or, or she becomes another or, child molester. <laughs> or that, yeah. yeah, or that. You can really go. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. in the same way that if you if you fuck a kid, the kid could go one of uh, one of two ways. Yes. It's kind of like right now. Whatever's happening with us, it can go one of two ways. That's a great point. And so, whose side are you on? Yeah, well, there's going to be a few people who come out as a child molester and a few people who come out as a great artist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And That's the great, and, and when you're a great artist and you were molested as a child, it makes an even greater artist. Oh, yeah, you got That's what so I'm saying. Much to if draw, I yeah. ever became a great artist, I would think back and I'd be like, damn, if I was molested by a, by a, a guy, though, this would really make me a much better artist. Probably. I don't know. Dude, seriously. Yeah, Richard Pryor, Oprah. Was Richard Pryor molested? Oh, yeah. yeah. He sucked a dick. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Tyler Perry was molested. Rodney Dangerfield. Dude, I almost got kidnapped one time. Whoa! But I'm a terrible victim. 
<laughs> told this story before on the podcast, but I'll tell it again. Special guest. Give me the Cliff's uh, notes. White van rolled down the street dusk. Classic story. Lost mm-hmm. my puppy. What? Um, yeah, yeah he like, worked that hacky ass line. Yeah, fucking the hackiest pedophile came mm. down my street. White van, fucking lost dog. What'd he look like? Ah, uh, fucking balding, gray hair, whatever. You know, okay. glasses, classic pedophile. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why any of the signs didn't fire off. But <laughs> he was like, yeah, can you guys help me find the dog? And I was like answering for all the kids. It was like four or five of us out there. And I was like, yeah, let's help this guy find the dog. <laughs> Is this but around here? or yeah. It's like down the road. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Towson, are you familiar? How, how, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Everybody the theater. Um, But uh, so I was like, but first, let's all pair up. Let's go get some flashlights. Tell our parents what we're doing. Maybe they can help us out. Like maybe drive around. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) went to my house and like I fucking grabbed the flashlight, bolting out the door. I was like, Mom, we're going to go help this fine guy. Guys, find his puppy and uh, we'll be right back. If you need to find us, we're by the white van. And she was just like, what? What are you doing? (laughs) Yeah, that's too much. You know, it's helping us find his puppy. We're we're small. We can (laughs) go under small things. Yeah. Go into crevices and help him. I actually don't go the fuck back out. Side. <laughs> Good for like, her. Yeah. All right, mom. I mean, what else are you supposed to do when you're a mom? Yeah, well, like, my mom would have been like, all right, just fucking let me get molested so I can be famous and <laughs> yeah, successful. Exactly. Do you want to be successful when you grow up? Go get fucked by that guy. <laughs> Make something <laughs> of yourself, okay? Go find his puppy. Yeah. For God's yeah. sakes. <laughs> I walked in on a on a robbery uh, when I was, I must have been eight or something or you seven. You walked in on a robbery? I lived in the worst neighborhood. In, I'm from New Orleans. It was a horrible neighborhood. Oh, shit. I was going to ask you where you're originally from. Yeah, and uh, we got robbed all the time, but I happened to be home. It was like a, I don't know, it was like a f- Tuesday at like two, and I had I was off. I don't know what I was doing home. It was the middle of the summer. My parents are at work, and this guy, <laughs> I'm like, come downstairs, and this guy's in the living room, like big black guy, just kind of looking around, and I'm like, I was so young and innocent. I was like, hey, what's up? And he was like, oh, hey, uh, is your are your parents home? And I went, I, I don't know. And he goes, well, could you find out? And I was like, you got it. So <laughs> I'm walking around the house going, hey, dad, dad, there's a guy here for you, dad. You know, because when you're a kid, an adult is just an yeah. adult. You know, like, well, find dad. And nobody's home. And then I look out the window. I'm upstairs now. I look out the, the window into the backyard, and I see him running through the backyard with a TV under his arm. Uh. I was like, what the hell? And I still didn't get it. And and then my parents came home a couple hours later. I was like, yeah, this guy came. And then he took the TV. And they were like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. And so they called the police. And I described him to the cops. It was a whole thing. They started working out of, out of the house after that. Yeah. How long? How long? So you were born in New Orleans. How long did you live there before you moved to New York? Or did you move directly to New York? Or did you move around a little bit? I started comedy in 2006. And I moved there in like. 2007, I just got the fuck out. So is there any comedy scene to speak of in New Orleans? There is now. When I started, there was one open mic every Wednesday, and then like maybe another show might pop up, or maybe the Friday thing would show up, or you had to drive three hours. So you, you really had no chance of making it or getting better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I feel it. I do have an honest question, though. Is it because I don't know how to pronounce? I, I, I alternate. I go New Orleans. Uh-huh. I go New Orleans. Uh-huh. I go. Orleans. You know, how do you how what do you, how do you say it? I mean, sure, they're both correct. We just say New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah. No okay. one says New Orleans. That's New Orleans. Silly. <laughs> yeah. That's like people in Brooklyn going, uh, "What's that fucking thing? Houston? Forget about it. Forget about it." Yeah. No one says that. <laughs> New Orleans. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how to fucking say the words, but I fucking love that city, dude. Great city. I love it. There's like, there's like, I almost couldn't believe that it was in the same country. When exactly. I went there. It's yeah. like you're just allowed to drink outside. Yeah. Like, first of all, I I grew you up went to here, jazz obviously. Fest, right? Yeah, I went to Jazz Fest. Oh, I've been cool. there twice, and I was thinking about, I was thinking about going down for Mardi Gras this year, but it's really not my style. But I just figured, like, ah, I've been there twice already. 
if I'm going to go a third time, I might as well go see what everybody's fucking talking about, you know? Yeah. But I could just already see myself just not, I don't, I don't really know. What? Uh, what? I don't know, man. It's just, uh, well, I'm going out with my girlfriend. So yeah, that's, that'd be that's great. automatic, uh, I don't know. Automatic bummer. This is the Mardi Gras section of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're just on a trip at that point. Who knows? Yeah. I don't fucking know. Dude. It's Can't a fun beads city. with a girlfriend. It She's is. Like, it why is. not give me the beads? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's you a good time. My tits? <laughs> yeah, but I don't need beads for that. <laughs> right. Right. I just, I love that there was music everywhere. And I, I, but it, I, I can understand that, like, you almost have to, you know, I, I, I don't know. How, how many times have you been to here, Baltimore? Up, uh, I don't know, eight times. Really, nine times. Yeah, been okay. here a lot. Magoobies, open for Schumer here. Done the cotton on the college. Yeah, uh, you did. Um, I think like I worked with you fucking like three or four years ago at some really shitty bar in like Fed Hill. Like mm. Delia Foley's was like a color me funny gig. Oh or something. yes, that was. That I was forgot about crazy. that. That yeah, was here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shit. That was just a different part of the city though. Yeah, when that was yeah. cool. Area. So that was. I mean, so like. When did things start? I mean, okay, so you said you started doing the podcast three years ago. Yeah. Did things start picking up for you? Because like now you're doing, I, I didn't even, I didn't even understand the kind of you're doing some pretty cool shit right now. Yeah. Like, you're and you're you're like getting out there. Schumer, Louis, it's yeah. it's doing fucking sweet. Headlining gigs. When when did that kind of start coming together for you? Well, it's also gradual and different shit popped up at different time but uh, i was a janitor in new york i mean in new york and i had no money i was you know just doing as many open mics as i could writing as much as i could and uh schumer saw me at a club and i was bombing <laughs> and one joke hit and she didn't know who i was i don't know who she was no one she wasn't famous or anything and she came in the green room and was like hey uh that joke was really funny i think we'd work well together on the road and I was like, who's this chick hitting on me what the fuck? <laughs> and uh so she's like you want to do hofstra and I was like, I didn't know what that was. I thought it was a drug. I was like, yeah, I'll do it. I'm up. You got it on you? And I was like, yeah, let's do Hofstra. And then we just, it's in Long Island, Long Island. We went out there. She's from Long Island. So we like met up with her mom and her mom cooked us dinner. And, and she did go to Towson University. Yeah, around yeah, here, yeah, Which yeah, is yeah. another little connecting point. And uh, I've opened for her there too, actually. Mm. And uh, so yeah, then that was it. And then like you start opening for her and I would go on the road and break even. I'd sleep on a couch somewhere. I would do a real thing where I'd go up, do my set and be like, hey, if anybody has a bed I can sleep in, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. And that was my ending. That was my well, closer. Well, that's like that's like what comics do, like around here at least. If they sell weed, they'll be like, "Hey, yeah, I sell right. weed." Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. And it's like everyone laughs, but it's like, no, they do. Like they actually wait do. outside. They'll come up to you and they'll sell you weed. It's right. cool. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah, that was it. And then you start getting other stuff from that, and then you just you know, like I was talking to the feature tonight. He's making five hundred for the weekend. He paid a hundred bucks to get a rental car. He's staying in a hotel. That's like two hundred. He's got to eat during the day, so that's like fifty, thirty bucks for the weekend. I mean, yeah. it just eats away. You know, it just like you make no money as a feature. You got a headline. You really got to fucking love it too. Yeah. You got to love nobody, it. You I gotta mean, make when did an how old? Though, you know? When you did you? So you decide yeah. you started doing comedy in two thousand six. Yeah, you said l- like loosely. And then you said almost immediately you went to New York. Yeah, like eight months. Had you did you have aspirations of comedy prior to starting, or was that like I had? Su- I still have. I have such low self esteem that I love comedy. I knew I knew Chris Rock's album like Back to Front, George Carlin, Seinfeld, mm-hmm. all these guys. And then I would, but I would just look at them as like titans. You know, like Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. What does that have to do with me? I'm a piece of shit in Louisiana. I got nothing. I'm a drunk. <laughs> I'm an idiot. And uh, it's like being an astronaut. You're like, I'll, that's crazy. Galaxies away. And then 
You do an open mic and it goes all right. You do another open mic, you're like, well, that joke worked. I bombed there, but that was fun. Let's do another one. And you just get into it. And I just engulfed myself, moved to New York. And it helped that I had nothing going on in my life. I was rudderless. I was broke. I was a loser. I was failing out of college. So that actually helped me. I was so desperate. So I was like, this is kind of working. I'll cling to it. And then I moved to New York and got mugged three times in a year. Landlord died of AIDS. Uh, I got bed bugs. I mean, it was fucking hell. I had the <laughs> worst job ever. And, uh, yeah. Were you we a janitor going. at, like, a, a school? or? I was a janitor at, a, at a, a finance firm, like a hedge fund place. Oh, my God. That's got to be the worst place to be a janitor. Brutal. It was just, like, waspy, like, older, rich white guys who would be like, what is this kid doing mopping? Why is this white kid <laughs> mopping? Like, they probably thought I was a heroin addict or something. I would be more annoyed by the guys who are fresh out of college who got, like, a starting position there and oh, just, like, yeah. look at you like they're 400 times better than you mm-hmm. the whole time yeah. you're mopping. That There's would, a lot of that, yeah. That would yeah. infuriate me, dude. Well, just guys who are just, like, the same age as me. I'd just be like, dude, honestly, fuck you. Yeah, but that I was, like, the best like, job like, I you, had. Like, you, like, uh, you... I think the first time I saw you, you still were doing like a, a mopping joke, like from yes. I guess the time yes. period you were working that. Yes. You're like, uh, how come you don't have a sign? Out here? Yeah, some guy, it was a true story. I was mopping and a guy slipped, like a businessman slipped, fell on his back, you know, three piece suit. And he's like, what the fuck? What are you doing? Well, you're mopping, you got to put a sign down. And of course I said, yes, sir, I'm sorry. But yeah. in my head, I'm like, I'm mopping. In front of you. What do you need a sign for? Like, I am the sign. You know? Guy mopping. Yes, that's what the sign says, but I'm doing it. You know, the light behind me and check out my silhouette. Right, exactly. Blah, blah, blah. Tag, tag, tag. Yeah. yeah. But I got that joke on Comedy Central, and that was kind of, things. Were, wheels were in motion. When was, when was your first uh, time getting a, did you, I remember when I was growing up, they had the Friday night stand-up thing. If you That's recall, right. you remember Friday Night Stand Up on Comedy Central? Oh yes, yes, yes. And you had like it would be like the Comedy Central presents, and then it goes there, right. and the guy does like a fucking fifteen minute set. I remember watching Greg Giraldo on there and just oh, mind blown. One of the best. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, man! I would watch that shit every Friday because I, you know, I wasn't doing, I wasn't doing shit on on Fridays either. Yeah, what do you do as a kid on a Friday? <laughs> Nothing, right, dude. Right. Like, what the Go fuck home, do you do? like don't do your homework because you have two more days to do it. Yeah, and then you never wind up doing it if you're but me. Those days are over because. <laughs> Back then, you had no internet, so you're just like, "This is TV." I'll well, watch yeah. it. When did you get like the first? So you you did you have one of those esque specials on Comedy Central? Like, was it like a 15 minute thing, 30 minute? What was it exactly? Well, I did a this John Oliver had a John Oliver stand up show, and everybody did five minutes or oh five minutes. The bigger guys did like 12 or 15, but I did five. Mike Lawrence did five. You know, Dan St. Germain did all these guys. I yeah, started yeah. with that was like our big break was that thing, and then uh, then I got a Comedy Central half hour. Uh, 2013, and now I just did my hour, and it comes out in May. Oh, awesome. so you? I was going to ask you about that because they mentioned that you have an hour long hour special coming out, but you've already recorded that. Yeah, I did it in November 17th. It went great. I've been editing it all past month, and that's brutal, by the way. Where was it? Uh, I shot at a synagogue in the Lower East Side, New York. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And you said you're editing. So, so I guess like was the special longer than an hour? Or okay, so like. Like editing between the camera cuts. And yeah. Okay. Around a joke or like. Right. You know, I remember like watching when Chris Rock came out tapings. with one of his like uh, specials in the past five years or something like that. He he filmed it in like three different areas. So oh, I didn't know yeah. if you like take your best delivery. No. For, like if you just take that hour long on the road and then like just take your best cuts yeah. from everyone. Right. Well, I don't know how that shit works. That was him doing a trying to do a gimmick and it was a horrible yeah. idea well, and everybody like, hated it. Attell did road work and where he did like that, he set up. That, that was worked. great. That, that was so worked. cool. 
But Rock was trying to like sync them together. He's like, here I am in Johannesburg. Here I am in Brooklyn. It's like, okay, this is not cool. No one gives a shit. Just do the jokes. At least a tell was like like a true line to it. Yeah, yeah. It's not but, just a visual gag. Yeah. Who can Okay, you're still on a stage in a suit. It's yeah. not that different. We don't know. We can't, curtain, we can't see the outdoors. <laughs> yeah, I can't tell. You could be lying. I don't know. You could be in Detroit. You could be in the same place every time. Yeah, no they know. change the set. No one gives a shit. But uh, yeah, that was dumb. But it tells was great. But yeah, they spe- you shoot two of them, you know, because what if one crowd sucks? You got to have the second one to play with and cut in. So uh, you shoot two and the... First one went okay. I was so fucking nervous that I was really stiff. And the second one, I was loose. And Is that a production company that you work with? Like, for instance, like, I remember HBO used to do, like, mm-hmm. the comedy specials and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So does someone approach you and say, hey, we want to produce your hour-long special? Do you approach them and say, hey, I want to put out an hour-long special? Do you want to do it for me? Or how does that work? Yeah, well, I did it with Comedy Central. They produced it. And... uh I'm kind of in bed with them. Like I did the John Oliver. That was Comedy Central. That was five minutes. Then I did the half hour with Comedy Central. That's a half hour. So they see that I'm like, it's like stepping stones, you know? So then they gave me an hour. But I had to submit a bunch of tapes. Like, here's me on the road killing. This is fresh, original material. You know, come on. And if it's better than someone else's, they'll put it on. So they pick like six of those or something. And I got one. That's yeah. that's fucking sweet, dude. Yeah, it's a dream it's come honest, true. It's honest. Really, it literally it literally is a dream come true. It's all very gradual. You can't, be, you know, a lot of guys are like, how do I get an hour? How do I get a half hour? You got to just start from the bottom and work. There's no shortcuts. Well, that's the other interesting thing of what we were talking about earlier when we were talking about, like, you know, when you're in the decade, you're not viewing it the same way as when the decade's over and you look back and you say, oh, the 60s. And so, like, for a lot of guys that are still trying to achieve that, it's like they're kind of looking for it to be laid out in a way that makes sense to them. When in reality, it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, you don't really see what you were in until you're out of it. And then you can look back and be like, okay, so I can clearly trace it. Like, I started opening up for Amy Schumer, and then that led me, which I guess, like, with the John Oliver thing, where you just, I guess, like, you got enough... I don't even know how that would happen, but like to you, I'm sure it makes sense. Of course, it makes sense. Yeah, you yeah. can just see the clear, clear line or trajectory yeah. is the it's word I'm looking for. Because like you know, it's like you're saying, like you don't know what you're doing until you're in it. And like I always thought as a kid, like everyone kind of knew what they were doing. Uh-huh. Like everyone kind of knew like their goals and what they wanted to do. And like, all right, I need to do this to this to this so I can get to this. And I was like so confused, like going into college, because I was like. Well, I don't know what to do. I don't like. Yeah, I, I want to do way. like same way. I don't like, and like it's not just laid out for me like high school. No one's just gonna pick it for me, and I just have to go through it. Shit, what am I gonna yeah. do? Like, <laughs> even if you wanted to be like a doctor, you're like, well, it's ten years of law school. Who gives a shit? At least you know where you're going. At least yeah, you know what yeah. to do and what steps to take. If you want to be, if you don't know what you want to be, it's brutal. Yeah, you have that realization after you finish law yes. school or like med school or right. whatever. And you're well, like, it's, Fuck, it's now I actually have to get a job. Well, it's also well, yeah, exactly, exactly. You're spending all your time being told. But that's the other thing is like when you're doing a uh, a line or a career line that's kind of like laid out for you in a little bit. It's like you can show up to school every day and they can say, okay. Here's what we're going to do today. You're going to fill out this. You're going to take this test. You're going to do this internship. And that's going to lead you to yeah. this ultimate pinnacle. When you're doing something like you're doing, it's like there's nobody sitting there going like, okay, so all you got to do is you got to like bomb this many clubs and you got to right. go here. Right. It's just like you just got to, you just got to like, yeah. you just got to believe that whatever it is the fuck that you're doing is, is what needs to be done. Yeah. Now, do you have a manager? I'm, I'm assuming at this point you yeah, got to have a manager. Yeah. That's it. You gotta have one, but that—that's why I hate these guys. Like, I became a comedian to a 
get laid, <sighs> get fucked up, and sleep in. You're like, well, then you're gonna you're you're an idiot. Yeah, yeah. you it's have like, to love comedy. You have to really want it. You have to work your ass off. Because law school or med school, it's organized. Yeah, it's hard, but at least you know you have to pass this test. You have yeah. to study for this. But With it's the same comedy, thing. It's like you, you gotta have to work your ass test, off. But you gotta you do it yourself. Fucking, yeah. yeah, you, you gotta, gotta make, make your own. Yeah, and beat the rules. You gotta yeah, make your own test, pass it, and hope somebody else liked it. It's exactly. It's too much, dude. Well, that's that's really with any um, non-conventional art I guess form. So, I guess most creative. It's the same. Yeah, it's it because because how do you? That's why I never got really got art school or anything like that. Like I got the concept mm. of teaching people the techniques of how yes. to play guitar or how to sing or how to draw. But it's like at a certain point, some of the teachers, my girlfriend's in art school right now, and they'll tell her things like, "Okay, so you have to, you have to, you know." draw about this you have to think from this perspective it's like you're you're kind of taking away the whole right, point right, it's like yeah. it, you know it's like it's like that's not art that's what you think is right, art but that's right. there, there really is no clear-cut path to doing what it is that a person like you wants to do yes which is why it means so much more when you get there exactly yeah and that's why when people go fuck you you work one hour a night what a what a laid back easy gig you got there. It's like yeah yeah, but I took the risk and I used ten years of my life to get here. You know, it's not just the ten minutes I'm on stage tonight that that's my job. Sure, it's nice, but I fucking struggled and yeah, I, I didn't have a day job and I made it work. You know, and that's just people that are fucking ignorant, dude. Right. Honestly, straight up. Now, was the last time that you were here the time when uh, Eric got you the movie yes, tapes and shit like yes. that? Yes, yeah, thank yeah. God. Me and Stavros saw. Star Wars, baby! Oh, you got hey. the tickets yeah, on you. Some oh, tickets, yeah. Dude. Nah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go see. Uh, I got this. I'm in the SAG Guild or Screen Actors oh, yeah. Guild, so I get the screeners. But they sent me Moonlight, La La Land, and Manchester, so I might go see something else. Yeah, I don't see. I don't know. I, I don't know. So I stopped working at the movie theater, so I don't like see every movie anymore. But honestly, I think I kind of like it because everything that was coming out kind of sucked this year. Mm. Like, nothing really that good came yeah, out. Yeah, I was about to say, I couldn't tell you one movie that's currently in theaters right now. Really? Like I'm like that out of fucking touch with wow. shit. I'm like a fucking alien. I feel, I feel like we had a good batch. There, You know, Arrival was good. I liked... Arrival um, was good. Oh, fuck. Everybody's saying La La Land's the best movie ever made. Yeah, but, but I, don't, I can't fuck with musicals, dude. I know, I but like, like Sam Marill, you know Sam Marill? Yeah. Friend of mine. Uh, I snuck him in Stavin to see Mad Max. Oh, nice. <laughs> movie <laughs> King of Towson over here, dude. Yeah. You want to see yeah. a movie? Right. Talk to Eric Glazer. He's like opening trench coats, just DVDs. <laughs> Whatever you need, I got it. <laughs> but Still yeah. know the codes to get in those doors. So. But he, he's like a man, he's like a guy's guy, whiskey drinking, uh, swarthy Jew face. And he <laughs> loved La La Land, so. You know, you never know. Oh, I thought you were going to say he's in La La Land. Mm. Yeah, Ryan Gosling. No, <laughs> he doesn't have a face for television. <laughs> okay. That makes things a lot different for me in my convincingness. <laughs> nah, I was like, oh, you know a guy that was in it must be good. You're like, no, you just I just know a guy did who you, liked it. I know a guy see, who uh, liked it. Fucking, uh, what was that crazy horror movie this year with the fucking turkey baster? You see that shit? No. It Scary was, Movie uh, 2? I'm thinking, no. of, I'm thinking <laughs> not, of the fucking... Not my germs. <laughs> fucking the M. turkey. M. Night Shyamalan movie? No, it was... Um, Twist. It was it's like kids baster. broke into this dude's house. He was like a veteran. Oh, he had a bunch of money. Yeah, And it turns out, it. like, he started killing them. And yeah. fucking... They accidentally killed his pregnant fucking, yeah, like, girlfriend yeah. or whatever. So then he got a turkey baster. Fuck, I didn't see... I'm not a big horror guy. They did that shit in Shameless, too. I don't watch Shameless Person. My girlfriend... <laughs> Watches Shameless constantly. Girls so, love Shameless. Yeah, they fucking love it, dude. And I, I got, I got yelled at the other day for saying that Shameless, Shameless is definitely a chick show, right? Like it's like chick show. It's like the it modern is. day sex it's in the city. Definitely, yeah, it's definitely a chick show. Yeah. Like I said it, I was like, it's written by a chick. 
It, is everything it? it is. It like, is. The lead is a chick. The lead, yeah, the lead is a chick. Actually, the other guy, the other the older guy lead, William H. Macy. Exactly. He's, a chick. he's yeah. from Cumberland, Maryland, which I thought was dope. Oh. But right. uh that means nothing to you, I'm sure. So. Well, Maryland, you got some good alumni. <laughs> we got we got Edward Norton. Ooh. Edward Norton, that's a that's a, that's a good one to have. Yeah. That's a good Oprah. one to have right we got there. Harpo. Oh, wait, what? Yeah, Oprah's he's... from Baltimore. Ooh. Yeah, you well, didn't know that. Well, she was a news anchor in Baltimore. Yeah, she's not from Baltimore, but she was a news anchor here, which... What's eh. her name? Oprah. Oh, Oprah. Oprah, yeah. you heard Harpo. of her. I said Harpo. Yeah, backwards. Harpo, oh. <laughs> Harpo Productions is her production got it, company. Got it, got it. Okay, also you got Edgar Allan Poe and you got Babe Ruth. See, Edgar Allan Poe, we claim him... And Tupac him. went to uh, art school here, too. All yeah, right. we claim him, too, but Edgar Allan Poe wasn't from here. He just died in the street as, oh, like, a drunk. Right? He died as a drunk, homeless in the street. Oh, where's And we're from? just like, hey, we love his yeah, stuff. Yeah, dude, like, I don't like how... Baltimore has this kind of tendency to claim shit that we we can get our hands on when like like for instance when the Ravens won the Super Bowl all this whole conversation I'm sure means nothing to you all right. but when the Ravens when the Ravens won the Super Bowl in 2013 everybody would do that oh 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 song yeah. I was like oh that's the oh, that's the Ravens song and I, I was like that. that's not the fucking Ravens song you go to any sporting event in any place in the world and I could be wrong but I'm pretty sure they play that boom, 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 boom. Is yes, that, just, yes. Is that, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you know talking? That's a fucking popular song. Yeah. And you're just going to say, you're going to say that's our song. I'm like, <laughs> why are you claiming shit that yeah. isn't yours? Go make why one Why are up. you claiming? Yeah, go. Well, it's the same thing when they're like, oh, yeah, our team was so fucking bad. It's like, no, you're not on the team, dude. Yeah, you're fucking <laughs> oh, yeah, like, that's a whole nother You thing. made a fucking freestyle about them, but. Eh. Well, a team could still be bad whether or not I'm on it. I will say that <laughs> they can still be just objectively bad. But yeah, the Braves have the, oh, oh, oh that's their thing. That's their thing. Yeah. And the Orioles used to have the Orioles, oh, like the Withers of Oz with the flying monkeys. Right, and right. Orioles. And they stopped doing that chant at the stadium. At least Why? that sounds like Orioles. Yeah, it, it sounded like Orioles. Orioles. Everybody go, Orioles. <laughs> and the only other thing we really have is uh, when you're singing the national anthem, uh, when they get to, oh, about the dust. and then when they get to the last O oh, say, so it's like, oh, you fucking yell out O oh, as loud as you can. They go, oh, say does that uh, star spangle. So you fucking yell out O. Oh. Right. And so for me, that's a habit. So you go anywhere else in the United States and you just listen to fucking national anthem. Somebody just fucking screams out O, oh, and you're like, oh my god, dude, what an idiot. But that's us. That's, that's us. us. There you and go. I will it's happily like a take that. In Baltimore. Yeah, it's yeah. It's like the show earlier. Like no one was really like. Fucking everyone was so uptight, but then like when you'd ask a question to the audience, they'd be so quick to fucking talk. <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. Anytime, but like, at the same time, most of the times when he asked, like, "We got any of these guys in here?" Everybody was silent. He had that one guy who was dope because he was go, "Yeah," you know, he yeah. would fucking he would fucking hook you up. But it was like, really, nobody in here I can know. relate to any of this right, shit. Right. Like, how fucking it was fucking honestly as a as a fellow audience member uh-huh. i was sitting there just like i this is it was a tough group. how are you not finding this funny i appreciate it thank <laughs> you yeah it was fucking good dude and it was it was it first of all i hate to even have to say it was racy because by all other years standards it wasn't really that racy right what times have changed but you say that shit in february 2017 and it sounded like you were fucking like 
Like it was like people were like, "Oh my, how?" Well, I know, but oh, I and I, I agree. But I, when you really break down what I'm saying, nothing is incorrect. Nothing is untrue. It's just fact. Yes. And, yeah. Yes. And like, all of your jokes are always like in support of the underdog. Like, yes. Exactly. Like the end of the joke is always like on the light side. It's never like fucking punching down. Right. But right. it's still just from one I single word, that. people hear it and then they just like. Well, I'm not going to listen to the rest of that. I didn't like that first thing. The best thing you said was when you said there's no such thing as context anymore. Yeah, You say any word, you say it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. People aren't even willing to hear the whole situation or understand this, that, or the other component of any given circumstance. Oh, he said this word? Right. Or or, it's, 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 it's... it's a fucking weird time, dude. It's, it's a tough. fucking weird time, and I'm feeling it down here too. And the worst I don't know thing what it's is, like in New York, I'm, sh- I'm assuming it's worse because you guys are further York, north. Yeah, because it's like yeah. liberal. Oh my nation, god. Well, Baltimore is Baltimore is liberal as fuck. Oh really? Baltimore. Yeah. I mean, I think our well, most the county not so much just because of the white flight from the city. Right. But like, right. The Bal- no. Well, no, because the white flight from the city is liberal as fuck. The but also, like they had the kids, and now those kids are liberal. Yeah. Uh, Baltimore, yeah. D.C. metropolitan area. Is like like if you look at the Maryland electoral map, it's like Baltimore, every county between Baltimore and DC, and DC, and everything else is red. Mm. But like it's just like like Cities, Baltimore yeah. most recent met, most recent mayoral election for Baltimore, I think it was like the vote was ninety something percent for the Democratic candidate. Wow. It's just like it's Baltimore is like the most Democratic city, which I'm not saying is bad. I'm just saying no, like I you mean, talk about also, a liberal yeah. fucking city. I'm, I'm like, a liberal too. I just yeah, I just yeah. Like get annoyed by them. Yeah, yeah, but also fucking Baltimore is one of the only cities where a mayor got ousted out of office for like fraud. She was stealing gift cards for uh, charities over the holiday Whoa. season. And she just ran again for mayor. <laughs> like they let because her Because you could literally... And she almost won. You could literally <laughs> do anything. Like I, I, I swear to God, I looked at the election results and it was sickening to me. And I'm, I'm not I'm not partisan really. Like I don't, I don't affiliate with either party. I don't care. But like I can look at a trend and notice something's fucked up. Yeah, you look at the up. fucking electoral results... There were, out of the 18, 19 city council positions that were up, first of all, every single one of them that was elected was Democrat, and most of them were by percentage, like 80% or more. It was like, there's literally not even a fucking, but it's also, like I dominated. Like the Democrat party, party now, like, encompasses most of the Republicans in the nation and the Democrats. Like, I feel like, I feel like mean? they're more so of a neutral ground now uh, than either party, you know what you I mean? You think the Democrats are more neutral? I do, yeah. I feel like more people are Democrat than they are Republican. What? In the no, country? No, no way. There's or no way there's more. No, in, That's just because well, where we're in at. In Baltimore, I guess, because no, I'm well, fucking well, thinking of local shit. Yeah, well, also, we live in country. metropolitan areas. Literally, if you look at like a fucking electoral map, you fucking, it's, it's just, just like, red. It's all red, and then just these little blips of blue, and there's enough people in that little blip to cancel out like the fucking 5,000 square miles around but, them of red. It's like, but also, you look at those blue blips, and you're like... Those are the places I like to go. And of course, the best cities like <laughs> yeah. Austin, San Francisco, L.A., <laughs> yeah. New York, Boston. It's great towns. Yeah. Then yeah. I don't want to go to South Dakota. Yeah. yeah. I will say this, though. Maryland is one of the richest states in the country. And it is one of the most... And Baltimore is one of the most liberal democratic cities in the country. And it's also one of the fucking poorest cities in the country. Yeah, it's weird how that works. It is weird. Things happen like that. There's always a balance. Like, look, look at Boston... It's MIT, Harvard, all these like yep. Southie. Yeah, then the Southie, <laughs> exactly. It's like these 
these uh, extremes on both ends and not much in the middle. Yeah. And those are always the best cities. It's yeah. the weirdest thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I, I wonder if that just has to do with like, because you see so like both sides of the coin, you can appreciate the grass on the greener side. Uh-huh, I think mm-hmm. so, yeah. 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 I just, I don't, I don't, like I said, I'm not particularly a partisan, but growing up around here, it make, it irritates me because, and I'm sure you probably experienced the same thing in New York, which you probably didn't experience down in New Orleans. You probably noticed a shift. I don't know, where I know Louisiana as a whole is like a very obviously yeah there's like, like once we got New Orleans that's yeah, it yeah mm-hmm. but like it's just I don't appreciate the lack of diverse ideologies and it doesn't matter to me if you disagree with me it only matters to me if you're closed off to talking to me does that make any sense yeah no so like, I'm with so it. like if I like if I'm in a city like Baltimore I don't like seeing that these landslide elections happen because all that says to me is like, well, literally, you could have someone who robbed the city. You could have someone who, who, I mean, you're not familiar with the fucking thing that went out. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But literally, you could have that fucking Natty Bow box run as Democrat for the mayor of Baltimore, and it's got a solid shot at winning. (laughs) Solid shot. Really? Also because another thing that bugs me, and this is another fucking thing that fits perfectly into Baltimore's fucking subset, Natty Bow is not brewed in Maryland anymore. Nah. We, only, we, and we only liked still, it once it left the state. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. Brewed in like Pennsylvania now. Uh, and we're yeah. like, yeah, but it yeah. started here. Yeah, it's like, dude, you didn't like it when it was here. Just like anything else in Baltimore, you didn't fucking like it when it was here. Yeah. And that's why they left, just like when the Colts left. And now everybody was like, oh, we wanted a football team. Well, you didn't fucking watch them. The Colts were here. The ball. It yeah. was the Baltimore Colts from they nineteen here, yeah. from the beginning of the Johnny NFL, nineteen forties like, oh. and shit. Until 1970 something, and they moved them to Indianapolis, and all of a sudden everybody in Baltimore was like, "Oh, come on, man!" And then the Ravens came in '96. Same thing with the Wizards. We used to have the Baltimore Bulls, we used which to, I yeah, think, the Baltimore Bulls, which I think is the most hilarious Dope name for Baltimore. Great name. Great name. <laughs> hilarious name for Baltimore. Yeah. And then they moved to Washington to become the Wizards. We lost all of our sports teams except the Orioles. Wow. And then they came back, but it was fucking. It was. It was fucked, dude. It was fucked. Get another beer there. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Oh, dude. Thanks. Unlimited amount of beers. And let me just say this about the PC thing: is uh, the worst part about it is if you take a guy at work and you go, "Can you believe this PC bullshit?" They'd be like, "I know," and they think they're the cool ones. And then you get them in the crowd, and then they clam up. You're like, "You're full mm-hmm. of shit." Mm-hmm. Well, no, because at that talk. point they're with their girlfriend, right. and they're like, "Well, I don't want to, you know, make yeah. them cry." <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get it. We're not saying anything that crazy. We're just saying what's going on. And people say, "Whoa!" It's like Pavlovian now. Everybody's just trained. We're all mm-hmm. sheep. You know, yeah. you go, black guy. And everybody goes, I know I'm not supposed to. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, listen to what I'm saying. Give, give it a second. Absolutely. I always yeah. I always use the example of like, you know, when you use the term colored person or right. colored people. If you if you say the word colored people right now, You're fucked. you are fucked. But if you say people of color, it's so you're the best. Yeah. You're the best. <laughs> you are the sense. most tolerant, accepting human being of all time. All I did was switch the words around right, right. and honestly, make it more kind of like distorted. And now everyone's like, like, oh, that's, that's how jokes are sometimes, though, too. Like, fucking, you'll say a word so out of place, true. it'll fucking bomb. But if you say it right, it'll kill. Well, all yeah. of that shit comes down to deception and, and manipulation. It's you're all trying, deception. You're trying to lead people. That's the whole reason why we have synonyms. You ever think, why do we have synonyms? Why do we have more than one word that means the same fucking thing? So you can like pinpoint what exactly. you're actually fucking talking about. Because <laughs> some things in some situations sound better. There's times when you can use the word kind. There's times to say nice. There's times to say friendly. There's yeah. times, but it all means the same fucking shit. 
Think about the word flawless. That's like a huge comment. This woman is flawless. But it sounds a lot worse to say, there's nothing wrong with her. Yeah. <laughs> Same exact meaning. Same exact thing. <laughs> I have a joke about that. That joke I say, you can call a girl in bed, you'd be like, oh, baby. Oh, toddler. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Same exact thing. But yeah, that's, it that's comedy. All, it's that's all, comedy that's, that's all. And that's why I like it is because you say political correctness is phoniness, which is it's calling it out to what it is. It's literally just people finding a way to disguise the thoughts they have through this like veil of weird convoluted language right. that's like oh I still have these kind of weird thoughts in my head but if I voice them I saying things like this around it. it's, you yeah, know. yeah if I if I just don't directly say it then nobody can pin me on it because nobody's Pavlovianly trained to to be against me saying people of color right. so I can say whatever negative opinion I have about people of color as long as uh, and, and the, the hipsters are the worst because they think they're so progressive and on on the edge, and they're the worst at it because the they worst. just they 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 think they're changing the world and everything. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you're so off. You have, you're just a, a guy. You're a lemming. You're the yeah. lemming in the line. Yeah. You have no you have no idea clue. what you're talking about. And uh, it, it's crazy because it's actually more racist when you think about it's it. It's absolutely like, more racist. You know, like oh, you can't say that. You're white, so it's like well, then you profiled me, and now you you know, and, and they can say that. And then like if a black guy goes, so white people do this, they all laugh. But if a white yeah. guy says black people do this, they don't laugh. And you're like, yeah. well, I, he's just making generalization. Then I made one. Well, why, it's why is the, it different? Yeah, it's the ultimate in what they call like collectivism. So so that kind of those that kind of thinking entails like. When they view a group of people, they'll view a group of people as literally like, okay, so black people. Black people think this. And so, therefore, whenever you bring up the topic of anyone who is black or anyone who is black or anything, all of a sudden they revert to their, like, inherent concept of black people. It's all stereotypes. It's it's all stereotypes. So they're the ones that are unwilling to, exactly, because it has nothing to do with concept. You know what racism is? Racism is when you dislike somebody because of their race, regardless of context. You're not willing to look at this black guy or that black guy. Just all black people suck. And so for them, it's like they don't have a, 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 like a, broken down vision of yeah. these different subsets of groups. They just have all oh, Mexicans believe this and fuck it's, that and they want right. this. And so when I say anything or when you say anything, it's like they're just like, oh, this uh, can't can't say it. Yeah. Can't say it because you said that. It, that is racism. That is that literally is racism. racism. I have a joke at its where finest. I tell you how uh, poor people shouldn't have kids and everybody goes you can see I'm like, mother, you racist mother. And I'm like, why? My parents were poor. You exactly. went right to black. Was, That's your yeah, fucked yeah. up brain. I was going to say that. Why you am I said the bad that? guy? So I have to go, uh, my no, parents are poor and I'm a comedian. <laughs> I make it about me. Yeah. And You and said the joke. My parents weren't even poor. I just say that to these idiots to, to fucking... They're projecting their own, like, they're projecting their own, like, connotations and thoughts onto you. Yeah. So when you say something like, poor people shouldn't have kids... If you're the person who's sitting there going, oh, he's talking about black people. Well, yeah, black people yeah. I honestly think that... You're like, the racist. Exactly. Most you're comedy, the racist. Most comedy is like kind of like leading an audience down a thought process and then veering off. And it's like if you put out like a premise for a joke and that's where their mind leads... Mm-hmm. That's on them. I'm not the fucking problem. I, I wrote this joke. I know where it's going. But I know it's gonna fucking come out, and we're all gonna be laughing. That's the one thing I, I agree with you completely. But that's the one thing I hate about comedy is I have to not only do I have to write a good joke and make it funny, but I have to take your dumb mushy brain yeah. and spin but that you too. Have, yeah. But you have a very important a lot of role, and that's why I appreciated watching your set tonight. Is because you, I, I didn't know what to expect. I really didn't. I really didn't know what to yeah. expect. And I was I was really pleasantly surprised by how willing you were 
to go to that place with people. I appreciate it. And, and, and honestly, when you get that kind of response from people where it's like that kind of like tepid laughter where they're yeah. not sure... If, that's when you're doing your job as a comedian. Because if you're not pushing the fucking envelope, if you're yeah. not making people think outside of their own box, comedy is the original philosophy. Yeah. You think about being funny. You're 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 talking about tapping into people's own emotions and making them see where you're coming from. Right. If right. you're not doing that on stage, then I, I think what you did tonight was was awesome. Now I can see from being in your perspective, you're probably sitting there like, man, I just wish I would have killed. Of course. I wish just they would have agreed with everything. But there are guys who will go up there and just and just say things that everyone agrees. Yeah, with, I don't want to be that. But guy. they're not doing anything out. They're not. First of all, they're not really making a name with them for themselves. Yes. They're really just kind of fitting into a box. They're not doing what the purpose of art is, which is to push the envelope and, and stimulate thought and make people think. They're Ooh, not doing any. Sing of it, that. sister. Yeah. They're not doing any of that. So, Thank you. so what you did tonight was fuck. It was it was it was dope, and I, it was you. a great wow. experience to have. I appreciate yeah, yeah. that, and I've always wanted to be that kind of comedian. But then when you're in the middle of it bombing, you're like, yep. Do I want to be this guy? Maybe I'll just talk nah, about my asshole. I, like, <laughs> dude, you didn't fucking bomb like. Everyone, if you bombed, people would have been talking. You know what I mean? Like, mm. but you, no one was fucking talking. That's a good Everyone point. was fucking listening. And it's like, you know, like it fucking it sucks that like those kind of situations happen. But right, hey. at least they're fucking listening. Like, at least mm -hmm. who knows how many fucking minds you open tonight? Mm -hmm. Like, and that's the point exactly. of comedy. Like, the point of comedy in general is to fucking take your mind off something that is troubling you. So that you can look back on it and laugh, you know. You're right, like, right, right, right. So point it's of like, humor why, in why ban that from letting? Like, we're in such a shitty situation now, and like, there's so much bullshit happening around the world. Like, <sighs> why tiptoe around that? Why not just fucking laugh at it so we can get over it? Like, well, why yeah, not just, yeah. Why not just hear it? That's the biggest thing. That's the I biggest know. thing. Why not just listen to it and and try to see where it's coming from and consider it? Yeah. Well, what that's the biggest the people, thing. What happened to the people that are, that just were like? Yeah, I don't like that, but I'll just, you know... Those people are I'll gone. I'll go along with now it. Now it's my way or the highway. Like, That's how everyone thinks. I don't fucking get it. But and another thing about these PC people, and it's the last thing I'll say, is <laughs> they don't realize that they're the man now. Like, yeah, back in the day, absolutely. Lenny Bruce was Dude. trying to talk shit and yeah. get real, and then people were like, get her, arrest him. He said cocksucker, arrest him. And everybody's like, freedom of speech. He's like, they're like, no. And the cops would come into the show and arrest him. And, he, and Dude, now the that's popular. them. Now yeah. that's the I hippie. I think the other joke that you said tonight that was, it was just dead fucking on... You said, uh, God damn it, what was it? Oh, you said, oh, people say it, it's brave to come out when you're gay or something oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. And it's like, I don't, I mean, it's brave for sure, but like, have you ever tried coming out as a homophobe now? Like, it's yes. like, it's literally just like, that's it's incredibly like, brave. I mean, I mean, the, I, and I, I, I again, I, I am at a crossroads of having, of being able to say this because. I'm a straight white male, so I'm not allowed to talk about anything right. legally. That's right. that's about to get passed, you know. <laughs> yeah. Legally, not allowed to have an opinion on anything. Yeah. So that's so if they're I gonna fuck Trump, they're gonna be like, <laughs> they're gonna sign Congress. <laughs> yeah. Get to him. They're right, like, no right. white men can say shit. <laughs> yeah. Be locked in there for four years. Uh. But literally, like when you like, I'll go through my Facebook feed and I'll see these people voicing these opinions and shit, and I'm just like. None of you are brave because you know you're going to post that shit and you know everyone around you who's equally as sheepish, right. equally as non-cognitive, like yeah. just mentally just, uh, is that what they're saying these days? Okay, I agree with you. Okay, cool. They're just going to agree with you. That's not yeah. bravery. No. I'm not saying, I'm not, no, I don't mean to compare that to uh, like coming out as gay. Because I understand there's a lot of like internal things with that and stuff like that. But what you said, the concept of it is like people are shutting down the opposition to that the same way the opposition shut down them. That's yes. not peaceful. That's not that's not 
progressive. It's not equality. It's not equality. What we should have is is those people over there, they can think what they think, and these people over there, they can think what they think, and if everybody was just allowed to do what the fuck they want to do, but it's not about everybody being allowed to do what they want to do or say what they want to say. It's about one group of people deciding what is right and telling the other group of people how it's going to be, right, and that's right. fascism, well, that and was, that's yes. fascism. It went and out so, the window, too, kind of, because everyone is always like, Gandhi, peaceful protest, Martin Luther King, nothing ever happened, and it's right. like... Well, you know, I guess that didn't work. So let's try this other thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys ever tried riding? Try, try this thing cocktail, that we've been man. condemning for years. Right. And, well, uh, there's, <laughs> there's these colleges now that will like, if like a Republican or right wing guy tries to speak, they'll like ban him and I protest. Was, it's mm-hmm. like, well. He can't speak, but your people can. That's not fair. I was I was gonna yeah. I was gonna bring that sense. up actually. Milo, Milo Yiannopoulos, if you're yeah, familiar with him, yeah, that guy. He uh, and I'm, I follow him. He, he's Greek guy, so I'm like, oh, I'm Greek guys. He's Greek. He's, oh, he's, all right. he's cool. I didn't know you were Greek. And, he's gay. You know. you know. <laughs> <laughs> gay, Greek, all that shit. But uh, he he went to UC Berkeley, mm-hmm. and he was gonna do a speech there. The the Republican club there hired him to do a speech. And those motherfuckers protested that, burned shit to the ground. People were getting pepper sprayed. And they had to insane. cancel the event. They That's had to cancel insane. the event. It was insane. It for literally someone talking. for someone yeah, going talking. there. They said hate speech has no safe space on this. It was like nobody was asking for a safe space. Just asking you to be human beings. Just look. If you don't want to hear what the fuck I'm saying. Get the fuck out of the room. Yeah, exactly. I don't fucking go to when you guys have your bullshit fucking rallies. I didn't. Okay, I didn't. I don't. I don't go to those things. Go shut up. I just right. go. Hey. I'm going to do something else. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to do something else. <laughs> I'm not going to get <laughs> mad. I'm going to go do something that's fun. We and that and that's and in my opinion that's the ultimate. We when you ever heard of those guys the Westboro Baptist Church people. Sure. You got the God hates fags all that stuff and you actually talked a little bit about that. Yeah. We had them cuz Michael Phelps went to my high school and his high school. Uh-huh. And so we were on a kind of like high our Towson High School was on like a high profile for a little bit. They came they came and protested our like the Towson University and Towson High School back when I was like a junior, I think. Mm-hmm. So this would have been like 2009 or something. And they're all standing on like the corner of York Road. Just, like, literally, it's just like four or five old white people with like literally the professional trolls. They have signs front, <laughs> back, side, on top, yeah, everything. And they're all lawyers. What are they protesting? Protest? Yeah. Full, they, they just they go out there it's and like, they just you know, say God the most... Bags, oh, those like, guys. Okay, just yeah, yeah, yeah. everything that could possibly piss off anyone. But like who? black people are gay. Just anything they can say. <laughs> well, anything. Dude, like, the whole point That's of the Westboro Baptist... <laughs> the whole point of the Westboro Baptist Church is all of the, like, the high profile members of it, they're all mm-hmm. lawyers. So... They go do this outrageous stuff, and mm-hmm. they like try to egg people on to incite violence, so then they can sue, and get mm-hmm. more money for their organization. And they succeed because mm-hmm. I remember that I remember our our principal our principal got on the intercom the day they were going to protest, and there was and, a big student yes, protest plan, yes, like yes. a counter protest mm-hmm. to that. And she protest. was like, "I just want to advise everybody who's participating in the counter protest." Blah 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 blah. You have to be this. I was like, I was like, and I remember getting there, and it was just the whole other side of York Road because we couldn't be on the same side as them. So they're all just four people. Four people with a bunch of signs on one corner, and across the street on Towson University campus is this crowd of like a thousand people minimum, uh, maybe maybe more, maybe two thousand wow. three, a lot of people, and everybody's just screaming shit. Ah, oh, fuck you, God also, doesn't hate at a facts. Point, doesn't that validate that other opinion? All it does, all it does is, I remember sitting there and thinking. You know, if we weren't all standing here screaming back at them, they would just be a bunch of old white people on a corner. Do with no attention. With there would like be no news here. Like, there would be nobody paying attention. Right, they would feel right. like idiots. Yeah. And so we are playing in directly You're into them. we exactly. And I'm like, does anybody else not? I was 16 years old, and I'm sitting there watching my friends yell at it. And I'm like, 
Does anybody realize that if we all just walked home right now, they'd have no reason to be here? <laughs> yeah. I think he literally <laughs> went to try to hook up with a girl. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. She was real about it. She was real about the counter he protest. Painted her house. <laughs> wow, like, that's literally. the most Greek thing I've ever that heard. Was so funny. <laughs> that was like a running joke in our high school. We're like, you fucking finished painting Danielle's that house. That sounds here. like a euphemism, <laughs> like for jizzing on her chest. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> I wish it was a euphemism. Because I'd be like, yeah, damn right, I fucking painted Danielle's house. You yeah. wish you did, dog. <laughs> to this day. No, he just had fucking shitty jeans, <laughs> white paint all over him. <laughs> yeah, it was a bad move. It was a bad move. See, that's my thing is like these people protesting, the protesters and yelling. I just don't give a shit. I don't, maybe I'm selfish, yeah, but it's the same with racism. Know. Oh, you're black? I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't hate you. What, I just don't what, give a shit. That you're, I don't give a shit. You're gay. That? Who what, gives a fuck? Yeah, what happened to that? Are you not allowed to have those thoughts? It's, it's just like weird. I know. I just don't care. Oh, you hate this? All right, whatever. I'm going to go yeah, do exactly. I'm gonna go like, get lunch. Feel free. I don't yeah. have an opinion. I know. Right. Like, and these people are like, what are you racist? Shit. No, I don't care enough to be racist. Racism See, takes work. I it think does. Like, I think most of the problem now is people just want to feel like a part of something. So oh, like, yeah. people just want like a it's group. They want a group to fit in with. They want to not feel like they're an outsider. But like they want to be on the right side of history. They want to look yeah. cool without doing much mm-hmm. work. Exactly. They, they or, like to, or they want to make sure you know yeah. they're a good person. Right. And it's like and you can't really have it both ways. Like I need yeah, to work on myself shit. more than I need to work on the country. And they need and to work I'm on sure, themselves. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's people perspective is so fucking out of whack nowadays. Like yeah. I honestly think like there needs to be another fucking like war or like Something. something. Something's something gotta just happen. to be like, oh no, like this is the most this is like the best society yeah. that's ever been. We're killing it. But the well, fact, we were. Well, yeah. We well, were. well we the were. fact of the matter is, is a lot of the people that are marching and stuff like that. And I don't have anything bad to say about they them. They never I grew respect, up with any hardship. Well, well, what I yeah, and the more important thing is, I don't think people in this country. And this is this is the problem. The only problem I have is that when you're out there marching, just know, just know that this is one of the few countries on the planet. Where you could do that, or there's, we're not one of the few, but there are many countries that are existing on this planet that if you went out there and protested against the government, you'd be fucking, you'd be done, dude. The Arab Spring, you'd be fucking done. Arab Spring, so So many people fucking died. They shut off the internet, like, and that's the other thing, exactly. So just, so just while you're protesting this terrible patriarchy that has oppressed everyone, just, just understand that there, that you could go you know, a couple of miles in any direction and your ass would be fucking thrown off a building right, for, for right. walking around in a pussy costume. Yeah. Just know that. <laughs> Just true. fucking know that. There yeah. are places where you're at, if you even show your fucking ankles you're asking right, like right. just just appreciate that and once you respect that and you want to voice your concerns with how we could be better yeah. then i'll listen but if you're just gonna sit there and just whine like a little fucking two-year-old about how it's not perfect it takes a lot of work to get perfect it takes yeah. a lot of time it right. took it took ten thousand years of human civilization just before we could even start recording human civilization and it takes fucking time. And that's the problem is these people, we don't have a real concept of what it takes to make change because we can get on our fucking computer and get a thousand likes on something just because, you know, we got a fucking cleavage in our picture or whatever, like whatever the fuck it takes to get attention. Yeah. But the moment, the moment when, when real shit happens, and that's why I don't, that's why I don't know if it's really possible for a war right now. It's because the moment when shit gets real and all of a sudden you're really pissed off about something. So you go to post on Facebook, but internet servers are down those shit was blow up oh man blah blah blah. you want to go to the grocery store shit's been looted it's done 
civilization when like you go to a place like Syria or something like that where they're you know they don't have that kind of luxury they're not sitting there on Instagram posting about their fucking French flag on their fucking picture whatever the fuck it is people that people do you know once shit gets to that point it's gonna put a lot of people in a real reality check when they're like oh yeah, Fuck. that's true. That's why you don't really see, uh, you're talking about that show on ankles and whatnot. You don't really see women's rights groups going over to these Muslim countries where the women can't read, mm-hmm. they get rocks thrown at them, yeah. they got to yeah. cover their face. Mm-hmm. That's way worse. It's easier to protest here and all that shit because you got rights here. And that's, you're allowed and, to protest. And that's, that's one of the other things I was thinking about this week. I was like, you know, the, the, I feel, and I don't, I don't want to say names or anything like that, but there is a group of people in this country who have absolutely no problem, like we said, of, of generalizing a group of people by one small minority of that people. So like there's this kind of like the pop culture thing to do is hate on fundamentalist Christians shit like that and kind of judge Christianity by that one thing. Like, oh, Christianity, they fucking, you know, they don't believe this. But but if you were to take those same people and say, okay, so what if we were to, what if we were to apply your same criteria of judging people to Islam or something like that? Right, and they would right, fuck, right, right, oh, right. Well, what if we were to say that there's a small subset of Muslims that believe that women shouldn't be allowed to show their fucking knows they shouldn't be allowed to show their fucking ankles they shouldn't be allowed to do this that the right. other thing and if what if we were to judge that entire culture by that what would you say of course you say, yeah. oh, you can't do that that's not all muslims but if i were to right. say not all fucking white christian people fucking think that shit well, and then, oh, that's what it, it comes that's the, what the real race it comes down to being brown they're brown mm. if you never hear anybody go hey don't talk about the russians like that people it, make fun of the russians all the time but they're white so who gives a shit that is that it was the Perfect way of putting it. White people hate no one more than other fucking white people. Yeah, because they can. And the most condescending thing I can think of is the fact that we, and that's why I think that a lot of those people come from like a, a racist even though they're not acknowledging it as racist, their thought process is very racist because they're willing to look at someone who's brown or a religion or a culture that exists among brown people and say, oh, well, if they're doing that shit, we're going to find a way to accept it. We're going to find a way to accept that they don't believe women should be able to drive. We're going to find a way to accept that because we're accepting. (laughs) But if a fucking white Christian ever came out and said, well, we believe that God hates fags. Right. Well, well, they over there. Some of those, some subsets of those. Not every Christian believes that shit. No, of course. But you know, it's it's it's. But they don't they don't hold them to the same standard. That's the problem. That is the problem. That's Why the don't problem. you hold? I look at any person in the world. Right, I don't care right. if you're brown, white, black, Christian, Jew, Muslim. I look at you and you say, oh, you don't think women should be allowed to fucking walk around without a fucking gigantic black robe on them? You're an asshole. I don't care if you're Muslim. I don't care if you're white. I don't care if you. I don't give a shit. You're a fucking asshole. Yeah. You think that gay people should be thrown off of buildings? Because you disagree with their sexuality? I don't care if you're Muslim. I don't care if you're African. I don't give a fuck. Right. Because I'm not racist. Yes. <laughs> fuck you. What happened to that? I know. What the fuck happened to that? Oh, it's all silly. It's all, I mean, it's the, the brown thing comes uh, comes up a lot. Like, you know, like uh, you go to these neighborhoods and uh, people are like, oh, these Mexican neighborhoods. Everybody's like, you're racist. And he's like, yeah, but I don't want the I don't want the neighborhood to be polish either you know? <laughs> i want to be able to read the menu and, <laughs> yeah yeah it's not it's not about brown it's just you see them yeah. as less or something why are you so offended every restaurant yeah yeah exactly <laughs> that's I great you, know, you gotta learn spanish i don't want to learn spanish i don't want to learn anything i don't learn italian mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah dude i speak english man it's good enough for me man i can get by i've gotten by pretty well right right they're getting by too so give them a break yeah <laughs> i do have uh, i i First of all, I appreciate you coming out here. I have one oh, final yeah. question. I just wanted to know, you're the first person we've ever had on the podcast that has a blue check on Twitter. That's a oh, real really? statistic. Oh, That's yeah. a real wow. statistic. And I'm actually curious, 
Um, how the, how does that even happen? Do they email? Does Twitter email you? Hey, notice you're famous. Want to check? Or do you email them and say, Hey, dude, I'm famous now. Can I get a check? How does that work? Uh, it took a while. I remember I, somebody's like, Email this chick and they'll get you a blue check. <laughs> the check chick. Dude. <laughs> yeah, it was very, email her up. <laughs> like underground. I was like, All right. And I remember I emailed her and she was like, Not yet. Or something. <laughs> she kept it very casual you know, and vague. Ball on your email. Yeah. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> and uh, so. I waited a while, and then, you know, you start doing more TV. I've done, like, a couple Conans. I did a half-hour special. So after that, I got it. But it took a little bit. Did, was it she that, like, finally, like, emailed you back and was like, hey, you're ready? Yeah, it was just like, <laughs> you are verified. Do not write back. Fuck you. And I was like, all right. And that was it. That's and, crazy. It's yeah. like some kind of, like, fucking Illuminati at yeah, the top. It's just like, you're good enough message. now. Very much Illuminati. You're good enough. Yeah, oh, my like God. Piece of exploding paper. I just, yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear it's a vague chick that does the deciding. Yeah. <laughs> That's great news to me. But again, I want to be clear. You know, all the, there's people at home right now listening to this. You know, four people, but they're going, uh, "Hey, Our fans. these these what are these w- three white guys in the basement yelling about? Ah, they're crazy. They they hate everything. It's like, look, we don't hate anybody. We're the good ones. Yeah, we yeah. just we're in a garage. <laughs> yeah, we're in yeah. a fucking Not garage. We're drinking shitty beer in a garage. <laughs> we're just saying what's it's going on. It's only cold because we left it outside. Like we don't. <laughs> but people don't like when we complain. That's the, that's a thing. Mm. Well, it's it's a real. Fun thing dude it's and a real complaint and i think i think we'll we'll straighten shit out i hope i, so. hope, I hope it's just a I trend because so. this is this is getting out of hand i, uh, I mean look what's happened to the world it's it, it's like these pc guys they brought it on themselves almost but trump the, the, was yeah. a, a backlash to that and that's but, why yeah. it's all here i just wonder i just wonder when the media is going to stop I feel like they they're like literally throwing Zippo fluid on the fire. I agree. They I are agree, they are yeah. convincing us that the majority of people or that the majority of this all have these like radical like we need to fucking overthrow the government yeah. type. But views. also they they a lot of the media was wrong, so it's like almost like a backpedaling they weren't thing even, and like a I don't know to it's be almost wrong, like a spiteful thing now that like. Well, it gets hit. Whatever it's gets hit. Yeah. It's it's to be wrong implies that you thought like if I was wrong about something, that implies that I ever thought I was right. To be lying about something, to be falsely um to be falsely positioning something or to sell people like, okay, so this is the way it is, knowing full well that it's not. And knowing full well that like, you know, they do all the fucking polls and shit like that. Like Hillary Clinton has a ninety nine percent chance of winning. There's no chance. It's like then you get to the election day and it's like, oh, what, what the fuck happened to that shit? What happened yeah, to that? Yeah. What happened to that? You've been telling us this whole time that like no one it's just like no you were fucking lying you were lying to us regardless of if you disagree with those people you were not doing your job as an objective perpetrator of the truth right you were just telling us what you want us to think in hopes that it would sway us to do what you want us to do and when are you gonna fucking stop doing that when are you just gonna say okay so these are the people doing this these are the people doing this the people doing this they're not neo-nazis the people doing this they're not fucking crazy women in the streets just just fucking tell us what's going on and give us the fucking credit as human beings to judge it objectively yeah stop trying to tell us it's something it's not i feel like a lot of the kind of like clickbaity thing like all the like buzz feeds of the world or whatever i think that's like seeped into mainstream media oh yeah and i just wanted to get fucking drain that swamp guys. It's, <laughs> gotta, yeah, it's gotta get ratings it's on 24 hours yeah. a day they gotta pull well, shit you're, never, out of you. you're never gonna you're never gonna avoid that because as long as journalism is a money-based industry mm. things will always be driven by money it's the same reason why pop music is the way it is and it's the same reason why you know there's it's the same reason why anything is the way it is because they figure out a formula and they run with it because if you're in a true capitalist society that's what you do you figure out a way to make money and you make that money 
what is our responsibility. And the, in my opinion, it's not the solution is not to abolish capitalism or to abolish that incentive because we all want that incentive deep down. We all, I want to know that if I work hard, I can make more money. I want to know that, you know, the people who, so we don't abolish that system, but we have to attribute a certain amount of accountability to the people and say, look, you have to know well enough that Katy Perry is not the best fucking singer. So if you want to jam out to Katy Perry in your car, that's great. But just know that there's real music out there. You have to know that CNN, Fox News, MSNBC is not the place where you should get your objective news. And if you're not smart enough to know that, that's your fucking fault. Yeah, but that's the majority. Yeah, yeah. And how do you change it? That's the question. But I think forty, you know. Yeah, but that's why comedy. I think comedy is huge right now. Mm -hmm. Comics are doing arenas and the TV shows. They're writing everything. They're doing all these huge things because it's the only thing honest. You can't trust the news now. It's crazy. So Mm -hmm. you go, oh, that guy's telling the truth, or that girl's telling the truth. This is funny. I listen to this. Yeah, I think if you lie to people enough, they'll that most people eventually catch on. Like when you when you slip in a lie every now and then, and it's just a bit like, (laughs) I would love to think that. Mostly people out there upon, because I wonder, I'm like, how far into this presidency is the news going to be talking like we have the next fucking Hitler overtaken? I'm like, how, how long are they going to keep on portraying it like this instead of just saying, okay, guys, we have a guy and we disagree with mm-hmm. him. How long are they going to keep on like st- like stoking this fire? Right, right. You know, because it's going to make them more money just every day. Throw, like, Donald Trump hires a fucking poodle as a fucking what, right. a cabinet member. It's like, dude, come on. Yeah, yeah, I mean he's he's, he's a nut. Yeah, don't, don't get me wrong. Even, it's not like he's not used to it too. Like he's right, been he knows what he's public doing. facing figure for like thirty plus years, and now. it's working. I've never watched the news before, and yeah. I watch the news every day. I never watched an inauguration in my life. I watched his. This is like the only yeah, time and that's because ever of... followed politics. Yeah, like, me too. It's the only time I hate it's politics. Ever been interesting because <laughs> me he too. Under, because he understood how people work. In essence, whether you agree with him or not, he understood that if he went out on the corner and stood out with a bunch of signs, that there was going to be a thousand people on the other side of that street cheering at him. Yeah. He understood that. And smart people understand that. Now, when it comes down to what you're going to do with that power, that's a whole different discussion. Mm-hmm. But the fact that people are playing exactly into whatever the media wants them to do, whatever they think Donald Trump wants them to do, and they still fucking do it. It's like, at that point, like the old saying, fool me once, shame on me, or you, whatever the fuck it is. You know yeah. the fucking saying. But it, it's very true. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> knows that true. fucking saying. Knows, yeah. I don't know. The, but the, the PC police or social justice whatever the hell you want to call them they want it both ways you know because they go hey i don't see color but then they go there's not enough d- diversity on this show it's like well how'd you know yeah if you don't see color how'd you know there was no <laughs> yeah. diversity you yeah, know why were you looking for it yes like, why go out out of your way yes. to look for like the same thing with like any of the like people who get like called out for their tweets from like years ago it's like, uh, who has the fucking so time true. to go like mm-hmm. they thousands of years tweets. years like trevor dude, noah what are you doing like you have a job don't you like what the fuck are you doing at but work that gonna, is their boss. job i'm gonna tell that, your boss and get you fired dude that right. is their work. job when yes. you work at a fucking news agency there are people that are literally paid to go through steve mannins donald trump's all these other fucking people they want to demonize tweets and say oh in 1994, he said that there are people that are paid to do that shit. Uh, when you when you work when existence. you work for the media, that is your job. Professional tattletales, like exactly. Seinfeld, just got in trouble for saying he did a, a web series with Louis Black, mm. and he said Louis Black Lives Matters. That was just his joke, uh, <laughs> and he got a ton of shit. It's like, 
Are you serious? That's what you're doing with your day? Uh-huh. It's a fucking pun. You have yeah. no is this what we need to fight? Of the last name Seinfeld? Yeah. Yeah. You have no context. Yes. Like, get over it. You're just it... looking now. You just want to be. A... Being upset is a luxury about but this looking shit. Looking for being upset? That's yes. stupid. People have real problems. Too much time on your hands, dude. Yeah, this is the, 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 the biggest thorn in your paw. You got it fucking good. It's a joke. It's, it is a fucking joke, and I just wonder. And and that's the only the only reason why I don't get too worked up about because I t- talked to Eric about it the other night when he was over, and I was just saying like, when does this die down? You know, because like I said, it's only one. There's only two ways it can go. It either it either stops being a thing or it becomes a fucking thing. It's, it's only two ways. Yeah. It's only two ways, and I'm like, right now it's a thing in that I can't fucking open up my fucking Facebook feed without being raped by people's political opinions and I do the same shit so he, it's whatever he's a fucking idiot on Facebook he'll get in like meaningless oh, really? fights he'll get really? in just fights like last week on the podcast there's just a little <laughs> Facebook notification ticking off every like five minutes from like comments on a thread I just say shit that I know honestly I, I that's just my I just enjoyed I just I enjoy discussion first of all me so too the reason I fucking do this you know I enjoy talking to people and I enjoy the idea of hearing opposing opinions because that's really the only way you grow. It's the only way you learn. It's just much like it's much like when you go to the gym. You get stronger because you fucking put up weight that you couldn't and your body wasn't used to it and it tore your muscles and you fucking went home and you woke up the next day and you're sore and then your muscles say, all right, we need to be ready for that shit next time and they grow back and you eat your protein and you get stronger and you come back the next day and all of a sudden you can bench more, right? So you go and get into discussion with somebody and you get into, you ever been in a debate where it's like halfway through you start to realize, oh shit, they might be right. Of course, at the time, yeah. you don't want to fucking concede that. You're going to be like, oh, you know what? Who whoever does that, first of all? When you're in debate with somebody Very about rare. something, yeah. who does like, <laughs> actually, upon further review, you're absolutely right. I know I've been yelling about this for 30 minutes, but you're completely, no, you fucking keep yelling and fucking defending yourself until you both die down. And you go home and you go, hmm. Never thought about that. I way. gotta say sorry, <laughs> but that's <laughs> and, good that you do that. And then that's next, very mature, and that's rare. Exactly. And next time you and and but that changes you, and it it makes you grow. It makes you stronger mentally. And the fact that people are opposed, opposed to that kind of stimulation, or opposed to even you don't you don't get a more worldly view by narrowing your perspective. You get a more worldly view by getting a abundance and abundance of different perspectives so that you can sift through all of them and say, I see what he's saying. 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 Not, okay, here are the people you can listen to and anybody else we decide you can't listen to. We're going to fucking burn down the campus so that they can't speak. That is so fucked up to me. Oh, yeah. How did that ever become the progressive thing to do it's disgusting to me i know it's a bummer Re- regardless yeah. if you believe if you agree with them or not it's just like just let people talk dude if you don't want to listen don't listen right but let other people listen give people that freedom that's what freedom is mm-hmm. stop quit telling people what they have to do i know quit de- that's that's all i ever try to say people say stop fascism stop fascism like dude right now you're on facebook telling me what i have to believe how i have to think and if i don't think it i'm this that the other thing and you're gonna delete me yeah. That's fascism. You are a fascist. Fuck you. Well, you know what the really scary thing is? You know, you meet a guy who hates gays, and he's like, fuck gay people, and then you start realizing, like, maybe you're gay. Yeah. You know, <laughs> well, the same thing goes with these super progressive, you know, get in your face, PC, yeah. and you're like, maybe you're racist. It's all yeah, overcompensation. Yeah, why is yeah, that? Yeah. Uh, the gay thing is totally, like, common knowledge, but why not that? The progressive, yeah. like, you really give a shit about this? Wow, you might have a problem. Yeah. yeah. Also, these people who get mad at you, like, by jokes about black people or Mexican, 
They never hang out with black yeah, people. Exactly. Or Mexican. They're never yeah. around them. I grew up in a no black neighborhood. No one's at their table that's black or Mexican who's laughing at the joke. Exactly. Right. Like, right. Cue them in to laugh. So yes. It's like, because yes. exactly because they haven't experienced black people as an individual individual subset of human beings that all have their own traits and their own beliefs and their own thoughts. They're the ones sitting there thinking, oh, he just said that all black people must be mad. When you say right, something right. like that, I'm thinking like, yo, I th- if I was sitting next to Mark, he would have thought that shit was funny. Right. If I was sitting next to this guy, he would have thought that shit was yeah. funny. I was saying, I'm sitting there like, like you, you guys are the ones who are out of touch. Yeah, yeah, the, exactly. The, all you fucking students down at these fucking $45,000 a year art schools talking about the privilege that I have. Right. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you're at a fucking, like literally... It's oh my god, man! It's my, my friend has a great joke. Uh, this guy Mike Racine, super funny comic. He's got this joke about it. he's like, I went camping with my girlfriend, and I was so nervous about dying in the woods because I could just picture all the black comedians making fun of me. Like that's white people's shit. But like, oh man, I don't go in the woods. And it's like a hilarious joke. And these white people were just like, oh my god, he did the black voice, and it's like that's exactly what black comics would do. That's, that's a hilarious exactly joke. It's like so uh, realistic, and he nailed it. And we're all dying. The black people are dying. The comics. Mm-hmm. And, it's and, like that's that's true thing. Right. Yeah. The beauty exists in the diversity. The beauty exists in that when you when you make everybody the same and when you treat everybody the same. And I'm not like you said, it has nothing to do with. I'm not talking about rights. Everybody should have the same rights. Of course. Yeah. What we're saying is like, look, just just consider that context is a thing. Just consider that it's. For me, growing up and having like a bunch of like a diverse set of friends, it's like I that was where I got my pleasure from. Our humor, yeah. like my black friends would make fun of me for being white. I make fun of them for being black. My Indian friends, they fucking Indian yeah, dude, smell like curry all the time. Fucking, yeah, we our friend growing up was like Bangladeshi, so we'd always fuck with him because his house always smelled like curry. And yeah, it's of like course. the yeah, guy yeah. that we fuck. made this studio with, Scott, the guy I was telling you that built the studio, he's half Korean. Dude, I fucking bitch him all day about being Asian, yeah. all day, and he Tiny bitches dick, me for being a Greek. Know. Yeah, like small dick, flat ass, like all that shit. It's yeah. fun, and and I never once do I ever sit there and I'm talking to Scott. And I'm like, oh, this is my Korean friend. Right, yeah. right. This is my fucking friend who happens to be Korean. Which is another thing I can make fun of because I'm a dude, and that's what we do. We make yes. fun of each other, and that's that's what means that we like each other. It's like your brother, you know. So you go, yeah. I love my brother. No, I go, hey, you fucking homo. Yeah, what yeah. are you doing, you piece of shit? Ah, and then my you, brother, you, I love you him. See, when girls are friends, all they do is compliment each other, and then fucking they they secretly all fucking hate. It. I'm not saying uh, all girls, right. but like girls. And so you you see how those traits that kind of like phoniness, like you said, it's fucking phony. So that kind of like, oh, you're God, you're so gorgeous. Blah, blah, blah. But meanwhile, you're trying to fuck his boyfriend. You don't fucking like her. You think she's a bitch. She didn't want to p- split the tab with you at the bar the other night, which is another fucking thing that blows my mind. Just girls like, I-, I got these two drinks. She got those. It's like, come on, dude. Really? Come on. Come on. It's funny to me. It's, uh, <laughs> it's funny. Oh, boy. Well, we're yeah. going to get in a lot of trouble here. Yeah. That's yeah. what we do, man. I reserved all those controversial things for a podcast that I thought people might listen. There you go. <laughs> yeah. you, got, uh, you got radio tomorrow, right? Yeah. yeah man, I want to let you go, man. I'm sorry. No, how long was that? Four hours? Yeah. <laughs> like three. That was a solid hour and a half. Oh, all right. And I was yeah, not, yeah. I, nice. trust me, I wasn't I wasn't expecting you to give us that. I wasn't planning on no, doing that. No, we're good. But, I mean, thank you so much, man. You, yeah, there are, for like, on. Literally, there are probably so many fucking things fucking, to be doing. Everyone check out, everyone who's already a Mark fan who's listening now, Check out his hour special. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Central. <laughs> found us through Laughable. <laughs> Tuesdays with stories. One of the it comes out on Tuesdays. I'm assuming every Tuesday, Tuesday on iTunes. Yeah, like you know midnight or whatever. Midnight. Yeah, man. So midnight, like Monday. Night. Monday at midnight will come out. Monday yeah. at midnight. That's perfect, man. Yeah, dude. Mark Every Norman, Tuesday, thanks. I listen so. to that shit. Are you oh, so? Thanks. So it's at Mark Norm M A R K N O R M on Twitter. Yes. 
Instagram? You got Instagram? Or? Mark Norman on Instagram, one word, and then MarkNormanComedy.com for my dates and come on out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. see and, me and that's with yeah. a D, guys. That's Norman with a D. If anyone's listening live, check him out at Magoobies this weekend. Yeah. Oh, you got a live feed going. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Nice. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We, we got do. two little camis right there. We do, guys. Thank you so much. This is live from the studio at LFTS Podcast on everything. That's Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud, uh, Facebook, everything else I can think of or that you can think of. We're probably on it, hopefully. Until yeah. next week. Check it out. Check it out. Uh, Thanks for the, uh, thanks yeah. for the By the way, also, <laughs> fuck Eric Glazer. Fuck his plug. <laughs> Guys, check out the darkest. Wait, do you hate women? <laughs> Bitch! Oh my god! <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry. It's the darkest podcast. It's it's actually funny to listen to it when I'm editing this podcast. Yeah. It is funny. Yeah. Even though we're happy through the playout song. My bad. I completely forgot. Just got way too anxious on this. Uh, what a co host. Well, that should uh, raise some eyebrows. <laughs>